welcome back to part two of Dangerous Heist. I am Cry, and I am your dungeon master. I'm Emma. I'm playing Faux Fatel, the mysterious swashbuckler rogue with an apparent pension for arson. I'm Elia. I'll be playing Cynic Hope, a half-elf fighter who is fucking emo for no reason at all. <laughs> Peace. Uh, hi. Uh, I am Iliad Ether, uh, and I am playing Casper Rivera, a halfling alchemist who is perpetually scared of everything. <laughs> yep. I'm Marla. I'm gonna be playing uh, Piper Pied, a bard, tiefling bard, uh, who plays the fiddle and is very excited to be here. I'm Ted. I have absolutely no knowledge of D&D, even after the first session. I'm playing Eugene. He's, he's Eugene from season one of Into the Hollow, and he's a dick, and we all know him and love him. I'm a paladin. I don't really know what that means. We arrive at 7.03, a desert reality where the sand dust, the cobble paths, and buildings hold erosion markings like scars. It's only a few paces before we come face to face with the tavern. The Rusty Oak is, is a much fancier tavern than many of you are used to seeing. Candles hang from support beams, leaving no room for shadows. Round tables with four chairs positioned each, scattered carefully across the layout. The bar is set at the back, being catered to by a tall goblin woman with short blue hair and dark makeup. A fireplace is set in the center of the tavern, keeping the whole place feeling like a warm hug. Though there are many customers bustling about, the atmosphere is cheery and calm. A band plays at the front of the tavern and the music calms you. Shall we start off with you all rolling me a wisdom save? You know, no reason. That's an 11, darling. I got a 12. 15. Oh, 13. My ass got a 12. Let's go. Decent. Okay. So everyone, apart from Hyperpied, is feeling a lot calmer than usual. It sort of washes over you in the way that if you opened a door to a bakery, all the smells would hit you at once. You're sort of hit with this feeling of homeliness and zen. And Piper, just another day. Nothing is unusual here. Is there anything specific anyone would like to do for the night? Do we have a map of the facility at all? You do? Indeed? Gorgeous. Okay. I want to kind of study this map so I have an idea of possible in and, like, in and out routes and stuff. And... Are you just like hiding in a corner? Are you sat at one of the tables? Where are you at with this map? I'll sit at the shadiest corner table possible thank you very much can i roll a perception check just on the general vibes yeah oh uh, i got a nine this place is amazing fantastic i fucking thought so so annoying because i was doing all these rolls earlier and i got fucking oh. that funny can i also check a vibe but that's because i want to see if it's a place where it's safe to actually perform something to try to make a, a bit of coin even though we're about to make so much yeah vibe check oh that's a two i don't know what i'd add to that two i don't know what check that was that's so much worse than mine that makes me feel so much better <laughs> wow oh it's a my perception's a plus five so actually that's not terrible so that's a seven which is still pretty bad, but not death. So there is a band already playing on the stage, not too far away from the bar. They're basically side by side at the furthest end of this tavern. She'll walk up. You go. You need another person playing? 
Do we need another person playing? Yes. Do we need Piper? Hmm. They know me? <laughs> Do we need Piper? Does Piper need money? Um, I mean, it's always good to have a little more coin, you know? This is so sus. I'd know that very well. Can I roll like a inve investigation check uh, or insight check on these people? <laughs> roll me an insight. Extremely oh shit! Suspicious. Okay, I got an eight. This is this is a great band. You love this band. This music slaps. You oh, know, no. <laughs> it is really important finances for certain things. You know, so I could always use a bit more. Short way and never give back. Hmm. The band all are watching you closely. You can't tell what the emotion behind the look is. You just can see them all staring at you. A smaller player from the back issues you onto the stage. I assume you get up. Yeah. You are being looked at by all of the others, but with their eyes still on you, they all position their instruments, ready to play another song. And I will, I guess I can start us off with my fiddle. Yeah. Performance? <laughs> Please be good. Okay, actually not bad, because though I did roll a 7, my performance is plus 11. So that's oh an my 8 Jesus. Gold. Jesus! God. Oh yeah, I forgot, we're like level 5? Yes. Play. Yeah, and I'm a, a College of Lore Bard, so that's an 18 on my performance. This is an amazing song. It's the best one of the night. You managed to get more interaction from the crowd than before, whereas the crowd was enjoying the music, but more sticking to their tables, treating it as ambience. You now have uh, some interaction of both people watching and people clapping along as you take the lead. Can I roll a perception check because I want to see if it's going to be comedically low again. Go for it. <laughs> 15! With so that roll, you look around the room and you notice a sign-up at the bar for an all-you-can-eat competition. Oh god. Oh, don't oh do my this. god. Don't do this. Don't do this. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Don't do this. Oh my god. Please. A drink, despite all of your riches and all of your knowledge of oh. fine wines and other alcoholic substances, shall we say, there is a drink you realize you don't recognize colourfully written on the chalkboard menu above the bar that describes a drink very vaguely in big letters labelled CHAOS. I would like some of that, please. Oh my god. So, you are going up to the bar and ordering a CHAOS? Okay. I want you to know that Finnick is watching because he knows that he's going to get in some stupid shit. It has like rusty nails in it. <laughs> oh. oh. Finnick's just keeping an eye on Eugene. Can Finnick roll me a wisdom oh. slash concentration? One of those two you pick. Uh, wisdom and... or concentration? Yes. And Ted, yeah. can you roll me? Also, a wisdom, please. Is this a saving throw? Uh, for you, yes. For me? Mm hmm. I got a 19, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> 20. Oh, fuck you. Oh, God. Nice. <laughs> the dice gods are treating me correctly today. You don't know what that roll was for, though, do you? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, you slide it. I see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Finnick, you are having no problem watching Eugene. In fact, you are practically laser. Anyone that would be looking at you right now would realize you're practically laser focused in on this 
extravagantly dressed man. This is gonna be come back to bite me in the ass, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Eugene. No. The woman places a whiskey glass on the bar in front of you and pours a glittery purple liquid uh, a little over a shot's worth into the glass, pushing it towards okay, okay. me. I, I do it like a shot. I take down the whole thing. Shot. Perfect. Oh, no. Perfect. That, I don't like- I don't like- I don't like the way you're saying that word. Eugene, this is the best drink you've ever tasted. It somehow manages to combine the usual sweet grape taste with a sort of column candy essence. It is very Moorish. You stand there for a second, staring at the empty glass, wondering why it could have gone so soon. And you look down to your two-fingered hand and the remainings of your rings and you see your reflection catch in one of your larger, much shinier rings and you see your eyes glow a deep purple. It takes a moment and then your reflection starts to glisten slightly. Ooh. Oh. That's all. Well, looks like Eugene's gonna turn into a snail. Do I notice anything? Do I notice anything? I need to know. Yeah, is this something that we would see? Like, It's something that Finnick would see. Finnick, mm. you witness uh, Eugene's eyes glow red, like quite literally glow like small torches behind his eyes. Bloody hell. Is that it? Yeah, that's all you see right now. Um, I go over to Eugene because I'm like, fuck, that's wrong. He goes over and he's like, <laughs> alright, mate, um, come with me for a sec. <laughs> Where are you taking me? No, just, just no, just come here. No, 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 mate. I've just got, to, just got to tell you something. No, no, come, come here. Don't worry. If you insist, insist. Good. And I take him to foe because he's not allowed to be near the bar anymore. <laughs> Excuse me, young. I was going to get another one of those drinks. Eugene. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> get. He's like he's get like your hands physically off. holding <laughs> him back. Fucking <laughs> like oh. swatting at you. Get off me! He's like holding- You know that thing that like kids will do where they like hold their little sibling by the head while they're like running and they can't run anywhere? <laughs> like a headlock? He's like doing that. He's like- but yeah, basically he's got a bit of a headlock. Can you- The art of babysitting Eugene. <laughs> can you both give me a strength roll, please? I have a six, but I have a plus three, so nine. Twenty-three. As you can guess by that, Eugene is- Basically, a ragdoll to Finnick at this moment. <laughs> Basically, he just sits him on a chair and just holds him down by the shoulders. <laughs> like, fully picks him up, just puts him down. It's like, stay. Down, boy. Down. There are problems. Just trust me when I say he can't be near the bar anymore. <laughs> You people are no fun. You're not nice to me. None of you are nice to me. You're a bitch. Shut up. <laughs> Mr. Horace, we're going on a heist tomorrow. I'd suggest you keep your wits about you. You don't want a hangover oh, I, tomorrow morning. I handle my drinks well. Clearly so you don't. You think I, do. I had one. Excuse you, young man. One. One that fucked you up. He's already hammered. <laughs> I fine. I watched I'm... your eyes glow red, bitch. And I thought he was a pretty colour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this for your safety, mate. If you want to get killed, go for it. I've got nothing left anymore. He's still got his hat. He's like holding him down. He cannot move. Man's like in the middle of this song when he says, "There's nothing left for me." Piper very casually adds in the sad violin. Part <laughs> 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 and goes back to her normal. <laughs> <laughs> 
my ex-husband doesn't love me anymore. He's just rambling. Starts to cry. Just a little. Um. Finnick is not listening. They're there, I suppose. But I just wanted I think... a little, little libation. <laughs> I um. Oh, emotions. God. Okay. Um, just ignore him, five. It's right there. Uh, Mr. Horace, do you want to look over this map with me? I'm attempting to find routes in and out. Okay. Uh, can I help? <laughs> can I, like, walk over some? Because I've just been looking at the fireplace or some shit. I don't know. Just I don't get not anxious a lot. I just stare at fireplaces when I'm not having panic attacks, you know? Like you do. <laughs> Casper's my favorite. He's just like me for real. <laughs> me for real. I want to dry my eyes and my nose and just gonna sneeze. He oh, mm. he fully punches him in the face. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, gorgeous, stunning. You survive that. I don't hmm? want to do another spell slot. You'll on survive it. it. You have twenty nine hit points, sir. You'll survive it. Okay. I haven't rolled an attack roll, dude. Don't worry. Oh my god. Jesus. Oh, uh, now. Oh, I am now. I'm rolling an attack. Oh. You're dead. I'm sorry, mate. Oh, no. um, is this just like a pure Is this just like a pure strength roll or what? It's, yeah, it's on an armored strike, so it's a strength roll. You might be proficient, but then the damage is just what your strength modifier is. So it's 21 is my first roll, and then what, my damage is the attack modifier? Yeah, no, your damage is just your strength modifier. Oh, so four damage. <laughs> Back to Casper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I? Can we go back to doing the whole investigating into the heist we are doing tomorrow? <laughs> I've got yeah, a map a... right here. Do you want to look yeah. at it? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I am a Everybody's... little bit worried about it. <laughs> Everybody's over here looking at the map, and I'm just on my fiddle, like looking over, like what's happening. <laughs> I mean, uh, Bo's looking at the map. Eugene and <laughs> Eugene and Finnick are fighting. I'm like, I'm like swatting at him, and it doesn't hurt at all. And he doesn't even flinch. Before I do a investigation check into the map, can I do an insight check to see if Eugene's actually drunk or is just being a bitch? Yeah, go for it. Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> I got a nine. No. <laughs> Um, it's unclear, but in the way he's not slurring, you can tell he's at least not hammered. Based. Okay. Uh, should I do an investigation check into the map? I got a net one. Oh, gorgeous. <laughs> Fantastic. It's a wonderful picture. <laughs> can I can I like kind of point out the the routes I've been looking at to him to try to? Yeah, I do that. I'm like, oh yeah, so there's exits here, here, and here. I'm looking for alternates in case it takes too long during the fire drill, or there's you know security going around. I got a twenty five. <laughs> Together, looking over the map, you you spot a conveniently placed window towards the side um the opposite side that you know that the fire drill meeting places and from what you can tell from the layout it seems to be either an extremely large window or a door either way it seems like the simplest entrance that shouldn't trigger an alarm. Indian? Sounds good. Looks like a plan. And we've got about four backups in case there isn't one. So. Do you notice what's slightly strange about this map is that though it shows you the general layout, um, there is no markings as to where specifically the item you're looking for is. Hmm. Hmm. Mr. Horace, 
Yes. Do you happen to know anything about this exhibit we're going to see? It is your ring, after all. That was so long ago, I don't know if I remember. Surely they contacted you about it, to set it up? If they did, I don't recall. He is a little bit drunk. He, it, <laughs> it, it, it's beginning to hit him. And I don't know how much help he's going to be. But he wants, yeah. he wants, he's trying to be a good sport. He's trying. I suppose we'll just have to see where the most likely places would be and check them out once we get there. Not the most ideal solution, but I've handled worse. Am I still performing? You are, but your song is coming towards an end. As it's coming towards an end, people move closer towards the two open cases at the front of the stage. One is your case that you've positioned beside the case of what you can only assume to be like the whole group's razor. And as people are coming towards the case, you notice more of them tend to be placing coins in your case than the bigger case. And no matter how loud the players beside you attempt to drown you out, it's as if the public is only focused on you. Mm. Nice. Mm. I can't speak today. <sighs> Thank you so much. I'll be around for a little while longer, but I'm gonna get a drink real quick. Thank you, and she picks up her case with all the coins in it. She takes a bow and also says thank you for letting me play with you. Well, once a use, always a use. I'm sure we'll meet again, Piper. I'm certain we will. What's this person's name? <laughs> Do I know? Roll me a wisdom. That's a five plus two, so seven. Remember, this man's name is Dante, but you can't quite place why you know that. I'm sure I'll see you again, Dante. She turns on her heels, and then she does walk towards the bar, but then she also notices everybody's talking at the table. So I guess she'll get a quick drink, like she'll sit down and order something, and then head over. We'll get a, a little thing of mead. Okay. Yeah, she takes on the coins from her case. and. And then she walks over with her glass towards where the others are. So what's happening over here? We're looking over the map of the establishment currently. Try not oh. to punch Eugene again. Hmm. Uh, it seems like the usual. Eugene's having an existential crisis, you know, the usual. Yeah. I just wanted a second drink. I should be able to say that to Piper. Maybe she'll understand. Hmm? You want another drink? How many fingers yes. am I holding up? How many do you have? Oh. Well, I have uh, five fingers on each hand. Okay. Uh, the fact that you're struggling is not helping your case, I, mate. I, I, yeah. Shut up! Shut up! Give me a second! She's holding <laughs> her hand out in front of us. Three. Final answer. Three. Um, I was only holding up two. I'm okay. sorry, you might want to hold off on the drinks for a little bit. You know, if you're nice and good, we maybe- No, no, listen, listen. If you're nice and behave well, maybe we can get you a mead or something, okay? Okay. Okay, why don't you sit over here and just listen and we'll figure everything out and then we'll get you a nice drink. If you say so. Pops himself down and he crosses Alright, so. <laughs> what are we- where- where's the thing we're looking for? Well, that's the issue. We can't actually find where the ring might be kept. Everything oh. else we've sorted out. That's no problem. I can locate it. When we get there? Fiddle. Yeah. Oh. Well, that is quite a useful skill. The bartender walks over to your table 
and places uh, three room keys down and another glass of chaos. Finnick picks it up and chucks it against the wall. <laughs> oh shit! Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. That. Huh. Eugene. That wasn't a very good behavior. Now you're not gonna get that cup of mead, and now you're gonna have a hangover. My name isn't Eugene, mate. Oh wait, I thought you, Eugene did. <laughs> Sorry, never mind. See, now be blamed for things I haven't even done. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I said Eugene grabbed it. Um, alright, I guess you do you before a heist. The bartender's face is unaffected by this. Continue. Oh. Mm -hmm. Terrified. Yeah. Oh. I profusely apologize to the bartender. How much was that glass? I'm really, really sorry about my friend. <laughs> or can I call you my friend? friend? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. This this he, is my He says nothing, he just looks away. Oh Not to worry, lad, I... it happens all the time. Oh. I'm sorry. Um Are you okay? Mm, mm, yes, yes, yes. Coming presents, coming presents. <laughs> I was going to say you guys might need to scrap for the single room, but perhaps it would be better to just let them divvy out the roommates and give you this one. And she picks up one of the three keys from the table and puts it into your hand. Cute. That's cute. That's really cute. <laughs> That's suspicious. <laughs> now you're gonna be murdered alone in the night. Casper's gonna get killed. Oh. <laughs> oh. That means that Finnick is gonna have to room with Eugene because I'm rooming with Piper. Oh. Anyways, <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> oh, that's easily settled. That drink was for Piper, but. I will take that as a no and leave that be. Yeah, um, okay. He's like glaring at Danger did tell me of a couple of your faces for What? I'm I'm sorry. Well to, so I know who to give the keys for, paid in advance and all that jazz. Oh, yes, of course. You on a hit list or something? What? Nothing, I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> but if that's all, I will leave you to it. Those keys are welcome to any time tonight. They are open as of yesterday, basically, at this point. All clean, all ready, so whenever you need. I will be behind the bar if anything is of a problem. I didn't see you weren't here. And she walks away. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is just glaring. That's so nice. What? People should take some inspiration from this nice woman. Mm. Eugene, can you roll me a strength roll, please? Hey, um, eight, but wait, uh, plus 11. Your stomach is feeling quite warm, but of course, alcohol will do that to anyone. So you think nothing of it, but your face starts to feel quite warm. Uh, you yell again, blaming on the alcohol. I mean, Lightweight alcohol, it's fine. Well, it's fine. That's what alcohol does. And the feeling on your tongue is as if uh, your teeth are slowly turning to jelly. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. Oh. That ain't right. You okay over there? You doing I... okay over there with that drink? I... 
I'm feeling a bit strange. I don't know what was in this. I didn't ask. That's typically how it goes when you don't ask what you're drinking. Um, Of course, you make a habit out of drinking strange elixirs without knowing what's in them. Well, I assume if the nice person at the bar served it to me that it really wasn't uh, anything I should worry about, but now I'm getting quite worried. If you make a habit of trusting every single person who's nice to you, that's not really the best thing to do. Well, I don't know why people would be mean out of nowhere in the first place. To take Why would people be nice in the first place? Just a bit of advice, Mr. Horace, but I've found that not trusting anybody until proven they can be relied on is the best way to go about life. Well, that doesn't help me now. Are you... Dying, or...? <laughs> Maybe! Oh, <laughs> that's not ideal. Let me let um, me go ask him what you had, okay? Does that sound good? Okay. Alright, I go to the bar. Excuse me, do you know what that guy drank? I sound a bit weird. I believe he ordered a chaos. Um... I... Varies person to person, you know. In the name, chaos, a uh, little bit of chaos magic mixed in. It is literally a drinkable lottery. Essentially, at this point, he could be experiencing a number of things. Honestly, I could not begin to list what could possibly be happening for him at the top of my head. But I'm sure it's it's like a one percent chance that it's permanent. I'm sure he's fine. Thank you so much. <sighs> Eugene, I'm sorry yes. to tell you this, but you're going to explode. <laughs> Why would they serve that in a bar? I'm just kidding. That drink's called a chaos and there's any number of things that could happen to you, which I don't think excludes explosion. But uh, 99% of the time you'll be fine, other times it'll be permanent, so next time make sure you check the drink you have, because chaos magic's in that one. mean joke that you made. And that I was thought just... you were the one person here nice to me. I, I am being nice. You, it was just a joke. I immediately apologized for it, you see? I didn't want to upset you. Just a bit of a joke. Alright, well, thank you. What do I do now? Um, you have to wait through it. Okay. <laughs> either an arcana. Party. Oh, can I do either an ar- uh, arcana or investigation check into what exactly is physically happening outside of what feels like happening? Yeah, go for an arcana check. Okay. Oh, little pity party over here. Twenty-six. He's oh hallucinating. God. You say thirty-six. <laughs> 26, not okay. 26. Oh lord, no. What's, what's physically happening is he's hallucinating and having essentially what looks like a bit of a fever. Ah. Oh. I don't tell him this. <laughs> Why? Why not? <laughs> he would I tell like everyone. <laughs> I, I tell everyone else. Like, just like whisper it. I, I whisper it to uh, Piper. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then Piper does the thing that happens in every single movie about teenagers and whispers it to every other person. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, what's everybody whispering about? What's everybody whispering about? Am I going to explode after all? Yes. Don't <laughs> worry. Yeah, just just don't, don't think of anything about fire. Panic will only increase the, the um, symptoms. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> want to lie down now, I don't like you people anymore. Oh god, no, don't lie down. Lying down. If you'd like, I could, um... I could knock you out there, then you... The symptoms probably oh, wouldn't progress, because you wouldn't be panicking. Please. Okay. <laughs> it be a lesson as to not take random drinks, I think. It was served in a bar, what was I supposed to do? Okay, I want to go to bed now, please. The rooms are upstairs. Before I go to bed tonight, I want to say... Piper, I fuck with you. <laughs> Everyone else is so mean to me. Look, Eugene, 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 Eugene. What the hell 
you want me? Just gonna say I'll take you upstairs, mate. Go all right. No. Everyone else! <laughs> <laughs> oh, more apology! Tomorrow morning. I'm sorry. Okay. You're cool, I don't even know you. Right, come on. Right, <laughs> so you just hate foe then? Oh. That's not a good person to hate. <laughs> that's a horrible person to hate, trust me. Yeah. You could say she'll become your foe. Oh, hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Thank you, thank you, I'll be here all night. Alright, come on, Eugene, come on. And he like picks him, he like lifts him to his feet and. Sick of this shit! What? Sick of, sick of all this shit. Alright, yeah, alright, mate, and he takes a key and he walks him up to a room. Yep. <laughs> so, you have been elected three rooms two with two beds in, and one with a slightly larger bed. From my understanding, Eugene and Finnick are sharing one of the two bedrooms. Bo and Piper sharing the other one. And Casper is taking their own room. The rooms appear practically identical, which you'll learn in time. Each covered in the same colored sheets with drawers opposite and a single window. The room manages to feel expensive while keeping a minimalist space. Um, as the two of you stumble into the room, you immediately manage to hit one of the beds. With all of the carrying you have just done, shall we get a athletic roll from both Finnick and Eugene? Oh! I'm in my fucking element. Athletics? Yeah. 26, mate. So 23. Oh. Despite Eugene's <laughs> awful form, you two managed to get up the stairs practically like nothing's happened and into bed. No issues. Suspiciously sinister. Uh, Finnick. Are you going to bed, or are you going back downstairs to the others? Um, he's gonna sit on the end of his bed and just kind of, get, like, just kind of, like, stand watch, if you know what I mean. Yep. He's terrified of just, like, Eugene just, like, doing something stupid. As we all should be, what is going on <laughs> downstairs? Uh, I probably should have done this earlier, but should I- can I do an, a history check on- Either the tavern or the place we're going to. Yeah. Uh, just to see if I'd recognize it. Um, I guess I should probably go do the place that we're going to, because. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a 16 plus 7. I Why do I need a calculator? No, 23. 23, that's how you add, right? Oh, yeah, 7 plus <laughs> 23. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Um, so, the museum that you're going to is very well known. It's known across many realities. It's one of those places that you'll most likely only intend to visit once. It's not somewhere you'd intend to go back many times, but it's a well-known bucket list type place where everyone's always determined to go there at least once. Many. Schools and educations always plan a field trip there during the daytime when it is open. It is known to be completely packed despite its comparatively small form. It is always known to have some of the most expensive items and you also know there is, naturally, like many old buildings, a rumour of the place being haunted by a woman who is displayed on one of their main pictures that never seems to be removed, despite the rest of the place ever changing. We might be seeing ghosts. That's going to be interesting. Um, don't we all? Oh. <laughs> 
Personally, not really, but I don't go out much. <laughs> what are your guys' hobbies? I like studying and writing. <laughs> raving? Right, <laughs> writing. Ah, <laughs> oh, that makes a lot more sense than raving. I didn't think you were the one who'd go out to a party of flashing lights. About you, what? The, uh, music. Mhm. Mm I learned mm. to love music from my mother. Oh. And I'm playing fiddle. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. Mhm. Mm and you? Mm. Um. Both or? Yeah, four. Oh. Hello. Yes. Yes. Your hands. Um, this. Just this. Yeah. You don't well, like oh. knitting or singing or I don't know archery, destroying of silverware and flatware. No. Try huh. my hand at cooking once or twice. I see. Um. Not my favorite thing to do though. Hmm. Um. Do you like something dangerous? I heard when they mentioned something about gathering faces, you got nervous. You got your face on a Hitler? Or something? Oh, no, I just was unaware that she was aware of danger and his association with us. Usually that is not a piece of information that one likes to hear when on a discreet mission. What's the most scary thing you've done from? For danger? Mm-hmm. Huh. That's classified. Hmm. Alright. I'd love to get a good story, but I'll let you keep on. <laughs> if you'd like. Let me see. She grabs well, out her notebook. <laughs> she likes making uh, songs out of things. Would you like a gory story or a adventurous one? Whichever you think will sound better in a song. Hmm. <laughs> yes, I suppose the death of people is not as entertaining. It can be. I can always make it sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we've done quite a many heists like this one. I once had to pose as the lead singer in a band, which, of course, was not... My forte. I'm not a musician at heart. Ah, uh, not your forte. I get it. But disguise is my specialty, as a subterfuge. So you good at makeup? Then yes. I pull out my disguise kit. Ah, uh, nice. That's really fun, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> indeed. Uh, wait, what things do I have? Let me look at my kits because I'm wondering if I have anything cool. I don't think I have anything as interesting as that one. I don't know how to use jeweler's tools though. Well, I've also got these and I kind of flip my, um, uh, thieves tools. Oh, nice. That was really fun. Uh, mm. You think this mission's gonna go well? Like, that money that's from it. <sighs> well, I think that we've prepared well enough. I. I think there are many liabilities, but I suppose we'll work through them. I can't afford for this to go wrong. Ah, <sighs> neither can I. What brings you to this mission anyways, Piper Pied? You're well, not necessarily the heisting type that I usually see. Not really, but... Rough times call for drastic measures. Mm. I need a little more cash. I can appreciate the sentiment there. Um, it's for my mum. Is she unwell? Yeah. But uh, you don't need to worry about that. That's that's <laughs> for me to worry about. Um, so hopefully this goes well. Um. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go back to the stage and see if I can get some more coins, so, um, it was fun talking to you guys. And she kind of quickly makes her way back to the stage. 
As he turns back to the stage, he notices that most of the band have returned to their table, bar their lead singer, where he sits uh, at the edge of the stage, polishing his little guitar contraption. It's unclear as to what instrument it's meant to be. You think it might be one of his own creations, some form of drain family. I assume just get back on, uh, set up your case and just get back on, back on the stage and just jam out would be technically just your stage. All right, I guess she'll play something heartfelt then. Can you give me a performance roll, please? I can. Oh, well, that's not bad, because my performance is at 11, so that's a 15. Yet again, you managed to catch the eye of many of the other customers, and they enjoy your music. This time, turning it more as ambience, but sort of like a... You can tell the mood in the back half of the room shifts slightly uh, as you play your tune. It feels as if you are bending the mood of those around you. I'm gonna go back up to the boys upstairs for a moment. They're having a sleepover. <laughs> Ted, can you roll me another wisdom saving throw, please? Pretty good, pretty good. 19, baby! Okay. You are aware you're asleep. That is something you are sure of. You are. You are aware that you are still asleep when you, quote unquote, wake up. You wake up in a desert field, which may sound confusing. But it's as if a wheat field has been overlaid in a layer of sand, but still managing to grow through it all. Hmm. Uh, you sit up and notice that you are in your pajamas, I suppose. Mm -hmm. You are asleep in exactly, you are awake in exactly what you know that you are sleeping in. You can almost feel the eyes inside of your head and something tells you that you are being watched over while you are sleeping. And you sit there for a moment, finding a strange comfort in knowing that you are in some form being looked after. And then another set of eyes burn into the back of your skull you know that logically there could be nothing behind you. You're asleep and whether or not you are laying down or sitting up, the only things that could be behind you is the mattress itself or a wall. But you can't manage to escape the feeling of eyes and it grows and you're not sure if it feels as if a crowd of eyes or one pair of eyes growing larger and you feel a hand on your shoulder present from the back though you cannot see it you've got your eyes trained forwards you know this is a dark purple hand and it pulls you backwards slightly, pulling you to lay back down. You feel a sort of weakness, as if you are half asleep in a haze. You put down to alcohol, tiredness, the general stress of the very long day you've had and 
then we turn to outside the dream. Finnick, you are, of course, watching over Eugene. He seems peaceful and at rest, and downstairs you can hear Piper picking up music again, something tells you that the music is sadder than before. Something has shifted downstairs. And for a moment, you brush off the feeling that something shifts in the room, pulling two and two together and assuming it's just the music taking over. Your eyes go hazy for a second with tiredness, but as they refocus, you notice a purple glow, much like what you saw in his eyes earlier arise from his neck, from above his pajamas, up his neck, slowly crawling like blood. He doesn't seem to be distressed by it, in fact he seems quite the opposite, he seems calmed almost by the spreading purple underneath his skin. The floor is yours. Uh, um, can I do an arcana check to see what this is? Yeah, sure. Uh, 23. Though you are sure it is rare and something you have never seen before in real life, something tells you that it has to do with the music that was playing before, as if it's slowly wearing off you as well, and the calming effect is no longer there. The underlying calm has disappeared, and you've become aware that it was not only music that was playing, but a sort of bardic spell that was keeping you at such a docile state. You believe that the music now playing downstairs, the sort of mellow sadness is interacting with the wild magic and the fresh wounds of Eugene and mixing under his skin in an unpleasant manner. He is very much still asleep, though. I'm gonna shake him awake. Okay, I'm gonna need a bit more than that. It's... Where are you? Where are you touching him? Let's put it there. Where are you? Where are you shaking? Is he is he lying on his back? Yes. I'm going to longbow at the side, at my side. Go up to him and shake his arm like upper arm while going like eugene eugene can we have a perception roll please okay you can feel a tugging at your arm but it feels much like the tugging on your back and the two bleed together in an overwhelming sensation and you're not you can't quite place where it's coming from i shake him harder and i speak louder okay eugene you awake with a cold feeling running down your back as if someone has run sharp nails and ice cubes all over your spine and inside your nerves. Is and the purple stuff still there? It uh, starts flowing back down and falls beneath his pajamas. I'm no longer glowing. Oh, <laughs> you, yep, from. Um... It's a nice dream. What's going on? It's 
Something's going on. Something's wrong. <sighs> what are you talking about? Something fucked is going on. Don't tell me what's happening. I um relay all the information about the music and stuff. Well, that's strange. We yeah, can... strange doesn't quite cut it, mate. <laughs> Go downstairs and tell her to stop playing. I come with you. All right. I kind of grab him by the wrist and go downstairs in the shop. Iva! She is still on the stage playing Iva! a really sad song. She like glares at you with like the rage of a thousand suns. Oh my <laughs> god. Piper. She's in her element. Piper! <laughs> she plays louder. It's screeching. She goes to, she gets to the end of her song and stops and then goes, What? What is it that's so important? Stop playing. Wait. Stop and come down here. She seems very upset, but then walks over to the edge of the stage and kneels down. What's it? Look, something shifty's going on. Hmm. With my music? Music in general. And again relays all the information about spells and stuff and about what happened with Eugene it's a bit strange but I didn't do anything I know well I'm I didn't notice anything I'm I was having I was playing I'm one of my screen. original songs alright Eugene Eugene no one asked you really did they mate no one not really <laughs> oh my oh well you, you're back down on the list Finny. back down on the list <laughs> Thrilled. Anyway, I look, I, I just sad without the world engine. I'm just, I'm just just taking a precaution. Okay. I guess we'll see... stop playing for tonight then. She kind of sighs and then she goes back over to her cave. It just looks like a coarse nod and then goes back over. Uh, a foe and I see. Uh. Uh, and or notice, uh, uh, sorry, Piper getting like pulled off the stage and stuff. Oh, oh yeah, oh, you, yeah you see this, this the amount of screaming. It's hard not to see this play out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, are we the only ones left in the bar? Or are there still like people around in the tavern? There are still a few patrons left, but mm -hmm. much less than there were earlier. Okay. I guess I'll go up to where the commotion is as well. Can I do an arcana check on the stage? Yeah. Then, okay. Just to see if there's anything specific going on there. 17. Uh, the stage itself seems to be pretty average. Um, you can tell there's remnants of lots of different types of magic, most likely from performers and general bells, you know, just to give the shows those bits of glitz and glam, kind of like finding the remnants of fireworks. Can I ritual cast detect magic? Or would it just have the same? Uh, it would be... You could, but it would just sort of give a confusing mismatch with the amount of spells that are constantly cast on this um, oh. stage. I say no, absolutely fucking nothing to <laughs> about what the arc my arcana check absolutely jack shit. Piper's still a bit upset about being asked to come off stage. She wanted to perform longer. She's just sitting on the edge now. I do the very awkward thing of like doing like the pat, like trying to be reassuring and doing like a pat pat on Piper's shoulder, but doesn't know whether or not uh, he's supposed to, because he just met this person, so he's just like, really awkwardly trying to be comforting. Love that for them. She kind of just looks at the pat-pat and has like a thank you nod. If everything is all fine here, then perhaps we should 
retire for the night. We do have quite a big day ahead of us. As you all go up to your separate rooms, you see that there are only two people left back downstairs. The bartender who can be found cleaning up the bar and going around and collecting glasses. And the lead singer of the band Piper was talking to earlier, where he is still sat at the side of the stage playing his overly obnoxious instrument. And as you guys retire to your rooms, he watches you go with a careful eye. 